Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling. The JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. And we are back after a uh, week uh, a week off, kind of taking a break a from sabbatical. it. sabbatical. A little sabbatical, yeah. Um, we, uh, we're now bringing you um, a long, long overdue, and I'm much apologized to the Powerhouse Wrestling uh, Company for not getting this out sooner, but the results of uh, the last show. Oh, man. we I mean, we had a great time at the last show. Down in beautiful Pontiac mm-hmm. at the VFW. Yeah, and you know what? The, the venue was amazing. I, I enjoyed it being there and everything. And, I mean, the the uh, the bartenders were amazing. Um, the uh, It's not so much an owner, but the, the guy who runs uh, the VFW was... Right. He, everybody welcomed us with open arms. Yeah. I so. mean, we, we had to talk to wrestlers, referees, mm-hmm. managers... Uh, promoter. Yep, it, it was a lot of fun. We we had a great time. Everyone was amazing to work with. Um, even some of the uh, guys who uh, well, you'll learn from the interviews that uh, we'll be sharing with you. Uh, really didn't take a shining to me. <laughs> well, you, you got their name wrong the first time, at least with the one pair. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, they seem to like you, which I mean, hey, if at least they like <laughs> you, I kind of got to end that way. But they, they got to put up with both of us if they put up with one of us, pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you have to have Batman if you want to see Robin, you know, so. Uh, but, no, uh, it was a great show. Um, it, I mean, doing the commentating for it was, it was an amazing experience, something. I mean, it was the first time we uh, did it, and I think we did a pretty good job. It, it was definitely a challenge. It was definitely mm-hmm. a challenge to keep the whole process rolling, and it gave me a newfound respect for the commentators. Because even even I've told you during the show while we were doing it, I was like, I, I, I feel like I'm failing at what I was doing. Yeah. No, 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 and I get what you're saying. I mean, it, it, you know, it's one thing, like, when you watch, like, you know, like, WWE, uh, TNA, Lucha Underground, and everything like that, like, it gives you a whole newfound uh, respect for what they do, and able to keep that going. Right. You know, which, I mean, I'll, I'll admit to me, you know, to myself, and, you know, we didn't do that all the time. No. But I think we did do a pretty, you know, a, a, an enjoyable job, nonetheless. Well, realize we also got caught up in all the action. So yeah. It, it's, I mean... We're fanboys going out there mm-hmm. trying to commentate, and we actually stop commentating, and we're looking at the action in the ring, and we're just like, "Oh shit!" We're, we're, I know, right? We're, exactly. We're supposed to be commentating, yeah, and, and and that's another thing. And to everyone, uh, normally, like we would uh, when we go to a wrestling show, we normally take pictures and post it to Instagram right. and everything. Uh, we unfortunately didn't get an opportunity to do it at this show because of the commentating we we're doing and right. everything. So. With that being said, uh, we are still open to the opportunity of having an intern come onto <laughs> JFW Podcast who will take the pictures and help us out when we go to these wrestling shows. Maybe we can send out an email to the local high schools and see if they can have a photography student or something that can help us out. Absolutely, I mean, that would be a great idea. You know, I mean, somebody who you know, somebody who has who has a you know who loves wrestling who wants to get out. You know, go see a great indie show and not get paid for it. I mean, those are the kind of people that we definitely want to meet. I mean, we'll, we'll cover their ticket. We'll sign off that they can use the photos. Yeah. The portfolio. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we got to work on that. Uh, if you want to be a non-paid <laughs> intern for JFW Podcast, uh, get in touch with us because uh, we'd definitely love to have the extra help. And we're not paid either. We're definitely not paid. <laughs> Absolutely not paid. Uh, but that being said, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think we just really dive right into um, kind of like just going down the card, uh, talking about the matches and everything, and share some of the interviews that we had with uh, the wrestlers. This sounds good to me. Perfect. Um, 
So, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the show opened up with um, the voice of... Um, Troy. Troy Taylor, the voice of Powerhouse Wrestling. So, I mean, I think this would be a perfect opportunity to introduce Troy, um, I guess, the interview we had with Troy. That'd be amazing. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's see what, uh, what Troy had to say. All right, we're sitting with Troy Taylor, the voice of Powerhouse. Thank you for uh, taking the time out to talk with us. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. So uh, tell me uh, tell me a little bit about the voice here. What, uh, what What's your background in wrestling? Well, when I was born, I told my mom and dad right then and there I wanted to be an announcer. I could have been all kinds of things. I could have been a 911 operator calling the police. I could have been someone who yells at people, whatever that other job is. <laughs> but I chose to be a wrestling ring announcer. I saw Howard Finkel and my course was set. And I'm here today. So how, how, did, uh, how did you end up here in Powerhouse? How did, you, how did you become the voice of Powerhouse? Well, I was able to speak louder and longer than everyone else that wanted to do it. So I basically won by default. Iron Man match to become the announcer. <laughs> Well, uh, so here at tonight, tonight's show, they're starting up the tournament to crown a new champion. Yes, exciting. So, uh, so I mean, how do, how do you feel about the fact that uh, we you have a champion who had to give up his title, technically, basically losing it without even losing it, really? You know, I mean, what's, what's your thought on this tournament? I mean, do you think you think this may be the right move that Powerhouse made? you think that this is the best course of action for it? Uh, do you believe that the uh, opponents who are in the tournament, you know, deserve a shot and those who aren't didn't? No. Well, we never like to see a champion lose his belt that way. But if he can't defend it, we have the stellar athletes from Powerhouse Wrestling to fill the gap. We're going to have eight matches. You're going to see four of them tonight with the top of the top that Powerhouse has to offer. And any one of these gentlemen would be an admirable champ. And I'm happy to be here to see the first four and then on. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, exci I'm excited for the tournament. Um I'm excited for you. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm excited that you know we have an opportunity to not only be in Powerhouse, but we get to talk to the voice of Powerhouse. You know? That's right. I mean, like, I mean, this this is an honor for us, you know, to be able to talk to you and everything. And the honor is all yours. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know, um, I'm super excited to hear the match and everything. Uh, have you ever uh, come across, like, let's say, maybe a wrestler who, you know, didn't really agree with you in some way? Like, well, has there ever been danger for you in wrestling? Well, fortunately, I'm a lover, not a fighter, so I've never had to deal with that. But if worse came to worse, I could put on the fisticuffs mantle and defend myself. I have no qualms about that, gentlemen. That's awesome. always good. <laughs> That's definitely a good thing. Well, I do appreciate you sitting down and talking with us. Um, I'm super excited to hear the, uh, the announcing expertise of The Voice. Par excellence. <laughs> you know, I got to admit, I mean, like, I mean, Troy. Troy is probably the best announcer I think I have really seen. Like, and a um, an independent show. And it's not. It's not that he does a better job than everyone else, but I think he has a better personality. Like, he has more of like. Um, He's got a very upbeat personality. Like, very like. Kind of in your face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's he's the kind of guy. Like, so when you look at like um, Southland Championship Wrestling, like Gino. you know, yeah, like he's. He's really, like, in-your-face kind of announcing and shit like that. To where, like, when you look at Troy, and I don't want, I don't mean to disrespect to Troy, but he has, like, kind of a, kind of a dorky uh, personality to him, which is kind of cool. It's no, I mean, different. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah. You know, and, but, um, 
I mean, he, he has a unique voice, I think, that goes with, you know, not what a, um, a normal, like, ring announcer like Howard Finkel would be or anything like that. It's something different. I think when it comes to independent wrestling, when you have that difference, it, like, it makes for a better show. I, I think that between, you know, SCW and Powerhouse, that they do have two guys that are very much their own guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a cookie cutter of Finkel or the brain or whoever, the, yeah. you know, whoever they're using. Yeah. It, they are themselves, and it shows, and it's it makes it more fun for us to yeah. watch. They're like uh, it's like company grown, which is I mean they, I mean, Troy is what I think Powerhouse exemplifies its difference. Right. You know, same thing with Chava Champ, Ch- uh, Southland Championship Wrestling. You know, they they have like that you know that in your face kind of attitude uh, to them, and I think Gino brings that out as well. I think Gino's more uh, willing to put somebody down though. I can see well, that, like physically, not you know, not. Oh yeah, no, definitely, no. I, I you totally know, understood I mean, when you meant uh, when you're. I yeah. me- I knew you were going with physical, not yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like we rolled into our first match. Uh, it was Oliver Kane versus uh, Matt Harmon. Uh, it was the first match of the uh, tournament for the heavyweight championship. I mean, there was some excellent shows of strength by Matt Harmon. Yeah, I mean he he. I mean he caught Oliver as he was coming over the ropes, which was cool. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a lot of back and forth, you know. Like it didn't seem like one had more control over the other. They, it almost seemed like they kind of knew each other before the match started. Right there, what there was no feeling out period. They just yeah. went right into it. So it was like, I mean, for a while you could have picked Kane to win, mm-hmm. and then Harmon ends up winning for the first round, first match of the first round of the championship tournament. Love tournaments. Tournaments, yeah, that's where to go. And then, he wins with a scissor kick. Yeah, and I, actually, it was a pretty decent scissor kick too. You know, it's like I'm, I'm sure Booker T would have been proud. Absolutely. Now, in your opinion, like, do you what? What do you think was a better like super um, scissor kick, the the Booker T scissor kick or the R Truth scissor kick? You know what? I kind of I'm I'm a bigger fan of R Truth. I like I like the athleticism from him, and I think he's been very wrongly booked. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would have liked to have seen more from him. I think he could have been at that Booker T level, but I think Booker just had more uh, charisma and more outgoing than our truth. Even though our truth is a rapper, yeah. But I, I yeah, I, th- I think it was. I think it was just two different times. You know, like, I mean, our truth. I mean, he had like um, he had like that hip hop rap like like gangster mode kind of like right. persona, which. I mean, it worked for him. I mean, it wasn't a bad uh, gimmick. It wasn't a bad, uh, you know, character in any way. But, I mean, Burger T, like, he, I mean, he went out there and he wrestled, you know. And he didn't, he didn't really have, like, much of a gimmick, you know. And obviously, he did when he went to the King Booker thing. King Booker! Yeah. But, I mean, before that, I mean, he was just, he, he, he was a, he was a street guy, you know, a guy from the streets, you know, yep. with his brother, Harlem Heat and everything, just went out, you know, kicked ass and, you know, Made a name for themselves. I, I mean, he is a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. so he he did do it. I, I do believe that our truth probably will get into the Hall of Fame, probably not first ballot or anything like that, but I think he will get in there. Um, it's just hard to... Booker T is one of those guys who made the transition from WCW to WWE and did it success, successfully. Yeah, I mean, not, not many people did that, no. you know? I mean, even even when you look at Goldberg, I mean, like he had a good run in WWE for just a year. Right. You know, Booker T was there. I mean, granted, he did leave for a while to go to TNA, 
but he had a decent run, you know, before and even after. And he's still there today, yeah. and he's still announcing sometimes, which I actually enjoy him at the announce table. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but yeah, it's, it's a reason. To turn yeah, in. he and he spends a lot of time on the pre-shows and everything right. too. So I mean, like he, I mean, he, he did it his way, but overall, branches out from a great uh, scissor kick, and that scissor kick is what won Matt Harmon that match, advancing him into the tournament. Right. Um, following that match, we had. Uh, <laughs> I mean, these were two. These were two big, fucking tough men. Two really. I mean, Jimmy Jack actually had the weight advantage. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, but Bear Saint Pierre was just a presence about him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a couple inches taller than us. Probably in really better shape than us. Oh, definitely in better shape. Yeah. Um, but before we dive into the match, uh, why don't you guys uh, give a listen to the interview that uh, we actually did have uh, with uh, Bear St. Pierre. All right, so we're sitting here with uh, Bear St. Pierre. I appreciate you uh, sitting down with us and talking. Okay. Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, like, you're, you're a pretty intimidating guy, so I'm a little nervous here. So yeah, I, I do apologize for that. It's okay, bud. As long as we're not in the ring together, you don't have to worry about anything. I won't kill you just sitting here talking. Well, I'm, I'm glad the table's between us. Uh, I, I won't be able to, I, I won't be able to run away either. I have to throw things just to kind of avoid that. Well, I just want to I, I give you a tip, okay? I'm just going to give you this tip. You don't have to run faster than the thing killing you. You just got to run faster than the guy next to you. Yeah, yeah. I ain't running nowhere. That's good. I'll get away. <laughs> and I'm... That's how that's that's I'm the woods, baby. I'm gonna stand aside while he chases. Yeah, you. that's well, that's the rule. Well, see, that's the thing is that the rule of the woods. If you're gonna be attacked, let's say, let's say Kyle, okay, Kyle's attacking you. You don't gotta run faster than the Kyle. You just gotta run faster than the guy next to you. And tripping is allowed. <laughs> yeah, well, he's uh, he's been leaving me high and dry this whole time. So high and dry all night. Yeah, but I do appreciate you sitting down with me. Yes, um, sir. I, I, I love the name Bear St. Pierre. I mean, like, it's just, there's just so much about the name I enjoy. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about Bear St. Pierre. Like, just a, a brief background of uh, your career. Uh, well, it started off in uh, Mokina at the old Bump Factory, if you know where I'm talking about, and uh, hung out with some of those boys. Um, then kind of started traveling after being there for about two years and uh, just never looked back, been all over the place. Uh, I'm under contract with Zero One. USA right now. Um, that'll last me hopefully uh, until February next year when my contract comes up. I haven't really started negotiating with him on a new one yet, but that's where we're at so far. And uh, right now, I'm just enjoying life and wrestling where they'll, uh, they'll they put me. So, how did you end up here in Powerhouse and for tonight's match? Powerhouse was an affiliate of Zero One USA, and as far as I know, uh, it still is. So, therefore, um, I'm allowed to wrestle here under contract. That's pretty awesome. Uh, do you have you ever so tonight you're facing uh, Jimmy Jack Daniels? Yeah. Have you do you know anything about him? Do you have any idea? I mean, like, what's your strategy when you go into a match? Well, uh, I usually look up video or tape. You know, I, I use Google to find out who my opponent is. Uh, Jimmy Jack Daniels. I was not familiar with who he was prior to this event, and uh, so I looked him up. Um, can tell you that he is. Uh, a lot younger than I am. He's been wrestling for several years, uh, but doesn't have the wisdom that 20 years of in the business will bring. Uh, so I probably will have some tricks up my sleeves that I could probably pull out that he will not be expecting. And uh, I foresee a Bear St. Pierre victory. 
um, just because of the fact that I just believe that there's no one here at Powerhouse who can whoop me. So Bears are naturally aggressive wrestlers, and I plan on bringing that to the ring tonight. Therefore, uh, I think Jimmy Jack Daniels is going to have one shot too many and will be laid out on the floor like a spilt drink on the bar. Nice. I can see that. I, I, I like that analogy. That's smart. Like, even I couldn't even think of that analogy. So you, you, you said, you, you're telling us so you don't believe anyone here in Powerhouse uh, can match uh, your wrestling ability. No. So do you um, – I, I don't even know how to articulate the word, I guess uh, – so, do you feel confident that maybe one day you could be the champion here at Powerhouse? I've been telling them to give me a shot at the title since I've been here. Uh, I'm actually getting very frustrated with the fact that it keeps um, being evaded and, and putting me in with the championship matches and uh, have taken my aggression out and frustration out on several of the uh, combatants here. And I'm just waiting for the office to get their heads out of their proverbial butts. As you noticed, I did bring a can of Barbasol and a Bic razor so that way they could shave their heads to make it easier to get it, remove it from their rectum. Uh, they won't have the friction from the hair. But unfortunately, they just can't seem to get it past their thickness that they got to put bare in the ring. And, you know, here's what it comes down to. They've had many champions come through here, and they get champion. They, they become the champion, and then all of a sudden they disappear because they get injured or this, that, or the other, and they just can't perform. Well, you know, baby, I've been around for a long time. I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. My body is physically at its peak for the last 20 years. These guys, most of the guys that I run into today, they've had this new school idea of no gym, no PE growing up. No showers with other men in the locker room. They can't even get changed without wrapping towels around themselves. I don't know this thought process, but I get these guys, and the, us old dogs have that old go muscle. Well, all they got is that show muscle, babe. It looks good, but there's nothing to it. Therefore, I take them out one at a time. Yeah, see, I, I'm an old-school wrestling guy, too, so I love that mentality that you have and everything. And I do believe that, you know, maybe maybe tonight will be like that impact moment where... Well, you know, I'm in the... I'm in the uh, tournament I guess we're, we're doing a tournament for a new champion because again the champion for whatever reason can't perform has some sort of anxiety I guess he didn't get his prescription of Viagra filled so therefore he's under under performance conditions is not available uh, but you know hopefully the Seattle will come in and we can go ahead and get get working here but my goal is to win this tournament put that title around my waist and show everybody that I am the biggest, baddest thing here in Powerhouse as well as the biggest, baddest thing here in Illinois and in the independent scene right now. So, I believe that. I mean, I believe every word you're saying, and I hope it works out for you. Uh, I think you're probably going to be my choice to win this tournament. Well, I uh, I plan on doing it that choice. way. So probably, probably the best choice. That, that's the best. Choice. Definitely, probably maybe even the only choice. Well, good luck to you tonight in the Thank you, sir. Thank you, tournament sir. and everything. I hope everything works out for you. Appreciate it. He's a very intimidating man. He, he he's definitely a very intimidating man. Yeah, I mean I, I mean it's like I said in the interview. It's like I, I was glad it was a table dividing us. You know, it's <laughs> it's not. Um, I mean it, it, he didn't come off as like you know, like a mean guy or like a guy who would like you know. I mean I definitely know that he'd drop me in a heartbeat if he needed to, but I mean it was just like he just had like a he had a presence about himself that, I mean in his I, I believe honestly and wholeheartedly in his mind he thinks. That um, 
he can do and will do what he wants when he wants. He kind of comes off as that uh, mafioso hitman, where mm-hmm. he may not look. Uh, he's kind of yeah. He looks intimidating, but uh-huh. he doesn't come off as very intimidating until you actually get him riled up, and then you see the passion. You hear the passion in his voice. Oh yeah. Um, this man's got what do you say twenty twenty some odd years. Oh yeah, the, the twenty twenty plus years. I mean, and he and he's and he's been around. I mean, he he he's well traveled. He right. he wrestled you know this area and everything, and you know like the the history and experience that he has. I mean, it shows in his matches. You know, I mean, like when you looked at you know Jimmy Jack Daniels, and I didn't know Jimmy Jack Daniels before this match. I didn't know what kind of guy he was, but he, I mean, he was a big fucking dude. I well, mean, well, let's not forget, but that before the match even started, Mister Daniels came right out the the back entrance and went right over to the bar, grabbed a bottle of what well, we're gonna license agreements. We'll just call it whiskey. Whiskey. Grabbed the bottle of whiskey and pounded half of it by the time he got to the ring. He sucked on that thing like a baby sucked on a bottle. Uh, I, I mean, mean, I mean, I swear, like he, I think he was one more chug away from like a nap. He, he was either gonna win or gonna lose if he would if he would have continued drinking. Oh, Maybe yeah. if he would have blacked out, he'd have <laughs> had a better chance. But yeah, I mean, he, I mean the the match. I mean the match. It was a great match. I mean. It was definitely, you know, power taking on power. Oh, heavy hitting all the way through. Yeah, and and in the end, um, you know, Bear St. Pierre uh, ended up taking the victory. And predicted by Bear St. Pierre. Absolutely. I mean, that, yeah, that guy doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would lie. <laughs> no, and if he did lie, I will have to believe him. Because I'm not going to call him on his bullshit. I, I mean, I sat closer to him, so I wouldn't call him out on his bullshit either. <laughs> But uh, but no, it was, it was a great match all around. And what's unfortunate is like our listeners who didn't have the opportunity to be there missed out on so much. Oh, definitely. I mean, the crowd was into it. The venue was. I mean, the I love the venue. I did too. You had we had actual food. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had food at all of. Them. I had nachos. I had, I had a cheeseburger and some French fries. Yep. I also had a pork tenderloin. Oh yeah, you did. And they had alcohol. Oh, they did have alcohol. They did have alcohol, and I enjoyed the alcohol. You didn't. No, I didn't. I was a, I was proud a little, of you. A little, uh, little roughed up from the night before. I'm proud of you there. Yeah, don't be proud. But, uh, I mean, it, we did have alcohol at another show. Right. At uh, Northern Lights, they did uh, serve alcohol. So, I mean, it's few and far between where you find those uh, wrestling shows that do offer alcohol, which, you know, I'm not saying that you have to have alcohol there, but I'm saying, like, when, when you're an adult who goes to a show like that, it's a nice change of pace. So it was nice to have the bar right there. I mean, like we were literally right next to the bar when we were recording. I, I can, you know what? I can, you know, I like to drink, obviously, but I can take or leave the alcohol at a show because, you know, sometimes I do bring my kids to the show, mm-hmm. and you know as well as I do, I don't yeah. drink in front of my kids. Um, but like, you know, a couple guys going out. Yeah, of course, I enjoy the, I didn't enjoy a brew, but like I said, if I wasn't so hungover from the night before, I probably would have. Yeah. Enjoyed a nice run. Yeah, and I, and I just had one, but you know what I mean? It was nice to sit there and enjoy it. I think I had a couple Shirley Temples. It was pretty nice. Yeah, I, had, I had a couple Pepsis in the water. Yeah. yeah, so the food was great. The venue was great. The bar was great. I mean, I did. there wasn't one There wasn't one thing about the venue I didn't enjoy. Um, it was just a good time. And yeah. I'm really excited to go back. Uh, and actually, uh, two weeks. October, October 21st. 21st. Jinx. Ah, look at that. Anyways, you can't jinx me. We got to record the show. We do. We do got to record the show. That's true. Um, so yeah, Bear St. Pierre takes the win. He also advances into the uh, the next round of the tournament. Right, second round. Yep. 
Third match on the match card here, we have, uh, who we got here? We got old-timer Jeff King taking on uh, Jack Verville. Which is definitely interesting, but we did talk to the old-timer Jeff King beforehand. That was probably the second most interesting interview that we had, um, other than with... Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's never seen a microphone before. No, I mean, and, <clears throat> and what, you're gonna, what you guys are going to hear in this interview that we have... Um, it's going to sound like he's yelling, but it's not yelling so much as him holding the mic a little too closely in the curiosity of what it actually was. Well, I wasn't going to tell him any different. No. I heard there's a bear hug there that was, uh, there was, brutal. there was a massive bear hug. I mean, you, I mean, well, anyways, we'll, we'll, yeah, get to yeah, that. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's get to the interview first. All right. Old timer, Jeff King. Thank you for sitting here with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. On this, what you call, podcast. Back in my day, we did interviews through radio, through Morse code. I am unfamiliar with this so-called podcast that you broadcast over the world wide web. But I will do my best to educate these fans on the old-timer Jeff King. Tonight you have a tournament match. You're facing uh, Jack Verville. You're going for a title. I mean, that's got to be exciting, right? The exciting part about tonight is when I step into the ring with this Jack Verville. I will pound him. I will beat him. And then I will squeeze him with the most deadly move in all of professional wrestling. A move I have retired countless legends in this business with my vicious bear hug and when I crush his back with that bear hug mangle his spine and collapse his lung I will walk away with my hand in the air as the victor well you know it's actually it's funny that you brought it up because uh, a couple weeks ago I was actually talking about uh, well about you and our podcast about how I used to see you wrestle you know years ago and how you personally I felt you had one of the most vicious bear hugs in the uh, business but what happens, you know, tonight, like, when, you know, there's a possibility you may not come out with the victory. First of all, everybody in this business knows of my vicious bear hug. Everybody has grown up watching me and idolizing my deadly finishing maneuver. And I'll tell you what, punk, don't you dare insult me by saying that I will not walk away the victor because there is no chance that I am not walking away with my hand raised in the air in Jack Verville's body. A wrinkled, crinkled mess on the mat. So did you have to insult the man? I I don't think what I said was insulting. I just think maybe he just took it the wrong way. I mean, don't piss off a guy who can... Bear hug a tree in the submission. I, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, maybe I went over the line just a little bit. But I mean, I mean, I mean, when you're in an interview, you're you're trying to get you know the facts and like, all right, maybe maybe you know I could have worded it differently or something like that. But I mean, granted, like he isn't a huge dude, but those bear hugs are nothing to fuck with. No, I mean the size. Did you see the size of his fists though? Oh yeah. Good lord. Oh, yeah. well, Cinder blocks. Well, it's like we mentioned in the match, uh, during the match and everything. Uh, I mean, like those chops. That I mean, like, we weren't sure if the microphone was picking them up from how far we were. But, I mean, you could hear them 
Very clearly. And that was after the noise reduction software yeah. was used. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, so, it, was a, it was a great match. And, like, I mean, Jeff King, I mean, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He controlled the majority of that match. Oh, definitely. I mean, and I don't want to take anything away from Jack. I mean, he, him being a younger guy getting in there and everything. I mean, he did hold his own. He had a couple nice reversals. I yeah. Mean, I, I'm not sure if that. I'm not sure if his finisher was that uh, swinging suplex uh, neckbreaker, but um, he did hit that, and I thought that was going to be end uh, of Jeff King I, right I there. I thought that was it too. That was a. I mean, a very beautiful combination. <laughs> I got again. It was. It surprised me because how well he hit that and how young this how young Verbal actually is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like and it was weird too because like I mean when we mentioned that you know. I mean, the bear hug is a is a big piece of uh, Jeff King's arsenal when it comes to his move set, and I mean, when I saw that bear hug, I thought it was over. You know, I was waiting for I was waiting for him to you know you know just squeeze the life out of Jack, you know, eventually taking that victory. But I mean, Jack was able to you know use his intelligence that he's learned over time to turn it into a guillotine choke. Right, and then again, we thought that would be it, but then what we get. Jeff King hits him with a full Nelson suplex. Yeah, and you know, and, and I, I'm happy he won. I wish it was by the bear hug, but I mean, it's it's like we said time after time. You know, a win is a win. A win is a win. You know, and he, it just goes to show that even though you know Jeff King is the old timer, he's set in the old time wrestling ways. He still has some tricks up his sleeve. He, you know, they say you can't you know teach an old dog new tricks, but you know, obviously there's more to Jeff King than what we really see. He may not know what a microphone is, but he sure as hell knows how to win a wrestling match. <laughs> very, very true. That, absolutely. But, I'm, I'm, I mean, it was a great match. Again, you know, Jeff King advances, you know, into the finals. Um, I think, because uh, we're, now we're about halfway through the card. I right. think there's about three more matches we got to talk. So, I, I think this may be a perfect time for, um, for everyone to kind of uh, meet uh, the man behind the business, uh, and that's uh, Tim. Tim, our, our new our newest buddy. Our, our newest buddy. I, I consider us friends and everything. So I mean, we did we, we did our opportunity to sit down with Tim and everything, and you know, like you know, maybe we'll just take uh, this opportunity to kind of uh, you know, give 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 our listeners, you know, a chance to uh, kind of hear a little, a little little insight into the booking world. Yeah. So um yeah so ladies and gentlemen, uh, give a listen to uh, the interview uh, that me and Dizzle J had with uh, Tim. All right, so the biggest honor I think I have is to be sitting here with Tim Lyle, the promoter of Powerhouse Wrestling. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I, I, I'm, I mean, I, I can't stress how honored I am to have the opportunity to be here uh, talking not only with you, but to actually record our first on-location uh, podcast here at your uh, show. Well, the honor's mine. Uh, I'm I'm just one of the boys, so just think of me as that. You know, I've been you know wrestling 31 years. Uh, I'm, I think I'm taking a step back from that, and I'm uh, uh, going to try and concentrate on probably the promote, promoting part because I'm just getting too old to uh, to do this anymore. <laughs> it's, yeah, it takes its toll on the body. Oh, I, I believe. It. I mean, like I've I've seen I've seen wrestlers wrestle for years and everything. How slowly, like you know, eventually it hits you, and no matter how much you want to do it, obviously. There is, you know, an end to the road. No. Um, <laughs> no. No, I mean, you know, I, I was just talking to uh, the hype, Jimmy Shalwin, and I, I mentioned that the thought of uh, hitting that mat with, you know, landing on my back and hitting that mat, it just, 
it doesn't appeal to me. I mean, it just I I, I kind of shudder every time I think of that. You know, yeah. it, it, people want to say what they can about pro wrestling, but I'm telling you what, it takes its toll on the body. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I just can't stress enough. People think it's easy. They think it's something that you know it's all glamour and you know whatever. But I'm telling you, it's it, it, it takes its toll. It takes its toll. I got you. So at the show tonight, we're going to see uh, the first four matches of the tournament to crown a new champion. Um, where I mean, how uh, how hard was that? Uh, how hard was that decision to make, knowing that you had to strip a title from a champion to where he's losing a title without actually losing it himself? Well, that's always a tough decision to make, uh, but it, it was made. Uh, you know, we we made the decision together because uh, the, the the former champion he had family commitments and he just knew that he couldn't defend the title, so it, it was, you know, it was a decision. It wasn't made lightly, but it was you know it was made together. So you know, and this is uh so we got so the first the first round of the tournaments are uh, sixteen matches. We're gonna see the first four tonight. Yes. Um. So. Like how how did you decide like who to put in this match? I mean like I mean I, I obviously there are some people who weren't in it, maybe they're right. not happy about it and all that. But I mean like I mean was was the decision hard on who to put in here? Or? It, it actually it was. Uh, we want we tried to draw from a lot of the talent that we know of in the area, which we did, mm-hmm. and we also drew some talent from uh, Zero One Wrestling, which we're partnered with. And there's a lot of great talent down there from Champagne and uh, Dave Cavazos is the uh, the promoter. And we have a, a very good, close working relationship with each other, and uh, you know, uh, so that's where we drew a lot of the talent from. And uh, I know there's a lot more guys out there that probably would like the chance to, you know, step in the ring and uh, you know try to go for this title. But you know, we we had to make the decisions we had to make. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like, so you got the tournament tonight. You have the tag team match uh, happening tonight. Uh, Super Destroyers teaming up with. I guess someone, I, I don't know how too familiar they are with each other, but I mean, this may be the first tag team match that the Destroyer has with uh, his partner tonight. Yes, yeah. Uh, actually, I both uh, Super Destroyer and myself just met his partner today, actually, and uh, he seems like a great guy. Uh, I saw him work out in the ring earlier this afternoon, and he, he seems like he knows his stuff, and uh, I, I'm expecting a great match from that. Of course, he can't beat the Super Destroyer. I mean, I. You can't say enough about a guy that's six foot eight, four hundred pounds. You know what I'm saying? The guy's a monster. Yeah. It's all in the name already. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, and uh, I remember we, we 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 named him Super Destroyer. That you're going back to the '70s with a name like that. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a classic wrestling name. You know, uh, it used to be. Uh, I don't know if you guys. Uh, I'm 53 years old, so I'm the old man that's been around for, like I said, decades. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, you had Super Destroyer Mark II, which was actually Sergeant Slaughter, mm-hmm. Bob Remus. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. No, uh, actually, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. I did not know that either. <laughs> yeah, that, that goes back to the old days in the AWA in the late 70s. And uh, if I remember right, Bobby Heenan was his manager. Oh, wow. we, we just lost Bobby last yeah. week, uh, which is, is a sore blow to wrestling. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but before that, he was actually managed by Lord Alfred Hayes. Wow. Really? I'm, I'm really, yeah, I, I was yeah, a kid I when this, that, yeah, yeah, I was a kid when this came out. So I, uh, I really know my wrestling history. <laughs> Well, so having having the uh, experience and the knowledge you have uh, for the wrestling business and everything, I mean, it, I mean, could this be a downfall for the tag team championships? Knowing that since these guys haven't really wrestled to get uh, tagged together, I mean, could this be an opportunity that the Superbeards could end up with the titles because they obviously wrestle with each, 
they tagged for a while, a while with each other, and this is now a tag team where they haven't really been together. Right. So. You know that that's a good point. Uh, that's it's very likely. Uh, we could we could see uh, brand new tag team champions tonight. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. anything could happen. I mean, uh, Super Destroyer, he's a monster, but. You know, every every guy has his day, and tonight could be the Super Beer Brothers. You just you never know. Yeah, and I mean, even with them having Alexander I, on the outside, Carmelo out there as well. I mean, it's almost like a four on two. Uh, exactly, and uh, I'm injured, so I I can't even go out there. So yeah. I mean, they're on their own. So uh, so yeah, you're right. It, it's probably going to be four against two. Awesome. Well, I know I know tonight's going to be a great show. You got a lot of great matches. Uh, the uh, zero one champion uh, U.S. championships on the line tonight. Uh, the, the zero one heavyweight champion, I think, yeah. is what I think was what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I was speaking with uh, Shank earlier, and it's kind of all over the place. So he oh, okay. he yeah. spent a lot of information about the title. <laughs> I knew it was a really long title, but yeah, that title on the line, the tag title on the line, the tournament starting up. Um, but real quick, uh, could you? Uh, I know we talked a little bit earlier, uh, actually a couple weeks ago, about a uh, the wrestling school you're opening. Yes. Do you want to kind of give me some information on that? Well, uh, it's going to be based out of Streeter, Illinois. We're still, uh, unfortunately, the building that we're, we're uh, going into is, is is currently being rented out for something else, so we're waiting for them to vacate the premises. But as soon as they do, we're going to open up to shop. Uh, we had a couple of uh, students today that uh, started, uh, you know, before uh, before the doors opened, and uh, they did very well, actually. Uh, one uh, one of the guys came from all the way from Oswego, Illinois. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, so I mean that's so that's something that, that that right there that's dedication. That's a guy that really wants to get into the wrestling business. Uh, so uh, we're hoping it's going to take off. And uh, anybody wants to, you know, get more information, all they need to do is contact us through our Facebook page, and uh, we'll give them the information. Perfect. Again, obviously, like so, when we put out the show and everything, uh, all the information for Powerhouse for the school, we'll put right in the show notes and everything, so they have links to that. Great. Awesome. Um, I'm super excited to be here. I'm I'm very happy that uh, that uh, Just Freaking Wrestling and Powerhouse can work together on this, and uh, hopefully we have a lot more uh, going together in the future. All right, sounds good. Sounds awesome. Good. Well, thank right, you thank so you. much for talking with us. You bet. Pleasure thank mine. You. All right, thank you. Tim is the kind of guy that I think we could uh, learn a lot about the wrestling business from. I mean, he just seems like an encyclopedia for knowledge and for how to book and for you know how to get these guys doing what they need to be doing. Uh, we did get to see a little bit of the the school beforehand and mm -hmm. him teaching this younger generation. A very knowledgeable man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like it, I mean it and I mean we we can't thank, you know, Tim enough for you know all the opportunities that he allowed us um allowed us to have you know from Powerhouse. You know, we we got we got to get again early. You know, we got to do these interviews with his wrestlers. You know, he allowed the time you know, allowed us to have that time with them. Uh, we we're able to kind of sit, uh, sit for a little bit and watch uh, some of the training and everything with these up and comers, with these new guys to the wrestling school that they're opening up. Um, but I mean, I mean, most importantly, I mean, here's a guy who is putting together an entire show, an entire, um, entire wrestling event, and he still finds time to sit with us and talk. I mean, he was he was happy to sit with us and mm -hmm. talk. So that that's what made that a little more fun, is because. You know, sometimes people are forced to talk to, I guess, what you would call us the press. Yeah. So they have to, they have to talk to us. Mm -hmm. But he actually wanted to talk to us. He reached out to us. Yep. And hopefully this is the beginning of a beautiful partnership. Yeah, and, and what's great is, I mean, like, like when you, when you sit there and you think about, you know, wrestling promoters and uh, 
bookers and everything like that. Like, I mean, I I always envision like when you look at a wrestling promoter and stuff like that, it's kind of like a guy who like he doesn't want like, you know, he he has so much going on that he doesn't want to give you the time of day that he has better things to do. But I mean, Tim's a down to earth guy. I mean, we we've seen that from I would say two of the organizations we've partnered up with with mm-hmm. SCW and now with Powerhouse. Yeah. Where in SCW we get President Keast, who has been very forthcoming with mm-hmm. just about any information we need. Yep. And the same with Mr. Lyle, who has been forthcoming and actually we're hoping to go back again. We just need to call we just need to confirm that we'll be there, that he wants us there. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to being there again. I'm looking forward to seeing this tournament through. Oh yeah, I mean, like once you see, you know, the beginning of round one, you gotta see it to the finals. I mean, I mean I, regardless if we're invited back, we we go down there. And oh stuff. yeah, we'll still be there. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, whether we're you know whether we're you know commentating the event or we're just there, you know, fans in the fans in the stands, if you will. Uh, I'm really excited to get back down there and see the tournament. I'm, I'm excited to get down there and hopefully kind of like you know reconnect with some of these wrestlers and you know, you know, I don't want to piss them off, but you know, find out from the guys who lost and. You know, their thoughts and feelings on it, which... So so basically what you want to do is you want to go down there and rub it into these guys who uh, you asked them how they would, they would feel if they lost, they guaranteed a win. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't guarantee anything in life. I mean, so far, Jeff King and Bear St. Pierre, uh, they lived up to what they said. This is very true. There, There is one match where the losers told me for a fact they were going to win. And, um, and gave you a D rating on your beard. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to them. Uh, but uh, real quick, I want to talk about the next match uh, with uh, Max Morrison versus uh, the hype Jimmy Shawin. Again, superweights, I guess you would call them. Because the hype was a big man, but the hype was a big, charismatic man. I mean, he had the crowd mm-hmm. into it. You, you got to believe the hype, yep. you know? Yeah, when when I when I think of uh, when I think of him, I I almost have like a um, a Brodus Clay like kind of thought, like the the Funkasaurus, the Funkasaurus yeah, yeah, yeah. Brodus okay. Clay, not, yeah, yeah. yeah, not 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 TNA, you know, whatever the fuck he was called there. Uh, I have and, uh, yeah, and it doesn't really matter, but uh, or even like when he first came around, but I mean like the the Funkasaurus, the Funkadactyls, you know, you know that that Brodus Clay is what I see, you know, the hype. You know, being oh, definitely, definitely. You know, and I mean, he and he made. I mean, not, I mean, it, the match was hard hitting, no doubt. I mean, there was a lot of like impact, you know, coming through that entire match, but he got the fans involved, which was awesome throughout the whole thing, throughout the entire thing, and he. I mean, the promo he cut at the end of the match, it was, it was pretty intense. I oh, mean, very heartfelt and everything. Yeah, would be able to hear it to the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, yeah. It was, it was, um, and, and just another, like, uh, maybe we should have done a quick disclaimer at the beginning of the show, but I mean, we're halfway through now, so I'm just gonna give you guys an idea. If you're listening to this, and at some point you're kind of like, what the fuck we're talking about? If you have not listened to last week's show before you listen to this, you are going to be lost. Oh, you're gonna be real lost. You're gonna be completely lost. So I'm just gonna tell you right now. I mean, last week's show was a complete commentary of a two-hour long wrestling event down in Pontiac. Um, I know it's a lot to ask you to listen to a two-hour show, but it's something you will not dis- uh, be disappointed if you did. Um, if you haven't, pause the show right here. Go back, listen to last week. 
listen to the show. So when you get back with us and hear this, you kind of understand what's going on. Because I, like I said, I mean, the promo that the hype did was it was intense. It was impactful. I mean, like I mean, I, I mean, I, I believe he's, he's got to be one of the he's got to be one of the favorites mm-hmm. to win this as as well as um, Jeff King and Bear St. Pierre. And even Harmon at this point, who yeah. have all won their first rounds, so mm-hmm. they're the first ones to get there. So let's, I mean, who is to say that we haven't already seen the winner of this tournament? No, exactly. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, so, I mean, overall with, you know, whether it be, you know, the impact from, you know, the... I don't want to call it a cheap shot, but uh, the insults that um, the hype was... Uh, Talking about the old timer in uh, his uh, kind of promo there at the end, or even the impact from that choke slam that got him the victory, um, I can see I can see the hype going uh, probably going all the way here in this tournament. Well, let's not forget that the hype was not afraid to go to the top rope or to go high flyer mm-hmm. at his size, which speaks a lot for his abilities and his athleticism. Agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that the, the hype is the kind of guy like I that when you look at him, like you don't think that there's there's much that could like be offered from you know this competitor, but I mean that that is not the case when he's in that ring. Well, you see power, you assume slow. Yeah, and that you know, like you said, that was not the case. You got power, you got speed, mm-hmm. obviously intelligent. Yeah. And, Stayed ahead of Max Morris in the whole match. Yeah, and and it's like we even mentioned the comment uh, during our commentating of it. A lot of I me, mean, a lot of these matches that were already happening, I mean, they were pretty much evened out, you know, you know, size wise and competitors. Max Morrison was a smaller guy compared to the hype, but the hype was able to stay up with him the entire time. I don't think stamina, endurance, or anything even had to play a factor in this match. I think the hype took the uh, what he had over Max. And that was power, that was brute force to get this victory. I mean, like, I could still hear the sound of that choke slam. Oh, man. I think it, it took Morrison a little while to get up from that. Too. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it was a great match. Um, I mean, his, his promo that he spoke, I mean, he spoke that from the heart. I mean, he, he referred to the old timer as garbage. I mean, can, can the old timer. Get his arms around the hype, though. He's got to figure something out because if he can't bear hug him, I don't think he's going to be able to full Nelson suplex him. I mean, the old timer's going to have to probably pull out some more tricks. He is the old timer. He has been around for a while. I'm sure he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah. So when we look at, I mean, like these first four matches and everything, we got, you know, the first four, you know, advancements into the tournament here. When you look at the hype, Jimmy Shawin, you look at the old timer, Jeff King, Bear St. Pierre. And then you look at uh, Matt Harmon. I mean, they're, they're all great competitors. Uh, I'm super excited to see who else is coming into this uh, this tournament, who else is in this first round, and who advances beyond the second round. I got notes for that, too. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. So, <laughs> uh, get into like, what, what I also believe is probably my favorite match of the night, uh, the tag team title match. I bet this is your favorite match of the night. This was definitely my favorite match of the night. <laughs> All-time favorite match of the night. Uh, so we're looking. Uh, so as we look at it, we have um, we have the uh, the Super Beard Brothers. Right. Uh, They're coming to the ring by uh, the Carmelo Brothers, both Xander and Drew. Carmelo Corporation, I believe they're called. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, we actually had a chance to sit down with uh, Xander Carmelo 
interview him real quick so we get an idea of the man behind the team. All right, so now we're sitting here with Xander Carmelo. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with us. No problem, no problem. My um, pleasure to be here, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm, I'm excited because you are actually the very first person on our podcast. Wow. The first interview. So, I mean, like... I mean, that's got to be, I mean, it's very exciting for and you, us. And you, couldn't have, and you couldn't have got a better guest, you know. You couldn't have got a better guest than Xander Carmelo is here talking to you guys. You great gentlemen, okay? You guys, you know? I, I, I like you. I like you. I'm getting good vibes from you guys. Right now. Too, you I know. know? Like, oh, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, so, yeah, so so for our fans who may are not too familiar with the Powerhouse Wrestling uh, company itself, uh, just give us a little uh, background about Carmelo Xander, who you are, uh, how you got into this business, and how you got to where you are today. And Yeah, well, well you see... I, I always look at myself as a leader, you know. I always, I always thought like, I always thought like that. You know, I should be leading people, leading the great guys, leading everybody to championships. And there wasn't a better spot than right here in powerhouse wrestling. You know, my mom said I have a beautiful face and a great voice. I need to get out there and share it for the world so they can see me. And here I am. You know, I started three years ago. They called me to manage some guys, and I managed them to tag team gold. So, you know, pretty got a few belts, got a few championship belts under my belt. That's, a, that's always nice to have when you can have a, a stable full of champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just n- nothing but the best for me. Nothing but the best for me and my guys. And we're going to go out there and show every show that we're the top guys in this business. In the, and especially in Powerhouse. In Powerhouse. We're going to get the heck, get Powerhouse, you know, just get it under our belt and go to the top after that. Awesome. Yeah, so so t- on tonight's, uh, so tonight's show, you'll be, uh, you're going to be managing uh, the Beard Brothers. Oh, yeah, Beard Brothers. Um, yeah. Not too familiar with them. Uh, kind of like, what kind of tag team like are we looking at? I mean, they, they sound like you know maybe like not so much grapplers, maybe some, some like brawlers. They're brawlers. See, see, that's usually what I do is I go out and find brawlers. I like the guys that I maybe get in the alley and just back a lot of brawl and stuff like that. You know, they kind of like my flamboyant style. When I'm out there, I want something that's would you know kind of what would you call it? like a magnet? Or, you right, know, where you put right. the magnets together and they kind of spread <laughs> apart or whatever like that. I like the guys that are not like me, the ones that are brawlers. Then everybody catch them all, catch my guys off guard. So yeah. They're brawlers, all right. They're brawlers. It gives you an all-around aspect at that time. So you got the big, you got the big personality, and then you got these guys who are yeah. just gonna knock yeah. your teeth on your throat. Exactly. And and you know, and tonight will be actually the first time I'm managing these guys. You know, they wanted uh, they wanted some gold, so they came to good old Xander Carmelo for so, it. So so is this kind of like a tryout thing? Like, I mean, what what happens? What happens to your relationship with the Beard Brothers if they don't win tonight? I mean, it's. Not, I mean, like maybe it's one of the things you second guess, or are you gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Just I, I really don't second guess. I I know these guys will. You know, we're gonna take home the gold tonight. But yeah, we're gonna take home the gold. I'm leaving it that. We're taking home the gold tonight. There's no there's no tryouts for the Carmelo Corporation, is what I call it, and what the fans call it. You know, they they may they they may not like the Xander Carmelo Corporation, but you know. It's we're gonna we're gonna take it home. We're gonna yeah, take it home. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to get the money in your pocket and the, put the gold on your guys. Oh yeah, you know what I'm oh yeah, yeah. Well, it, I mean, is it about the money? Is it about the gold, or is it about the love of wrestling? I mean, like, I mean, you, know, well, you, you can have you can have both, really. You, you can have both, but it all comes down to the money. I think. I think it's about the money. Okay, okay. That's what I'm here for, and that's what my guys are here for—to get the gold and get the money, and we're out. Okay. Sounds like a perfect plan to me. Yeah, you like it. He likes it. He likes it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm digging. Yeah, I'm he, digging. He might be in the Carmelo Corporation by the time this is over with. I'll give me a. I'll give me a shirt for that too. We, we're getting shirts. We're getting shirts See? made. I'll, I'll throw one on you, and you come out with me and my my twin brother. He's actually my bodyguard tonight. My twin brother's coming out tonight. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Drew Carmelo. Drew Carmelo is going to be here and got my back. Cause some fans they get they got riled up out there and they 
want to stick it to me. But nope, he's going to watch my back as I watch my guys win tag team championship gold. Who better to watch your back besides a brother? All right, right. That's true. I mean, I like I like to see us as kind of brothers, you know, and you know, you know brothers they, from another mother. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely can't be related in any way, but <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, I, I I appreciate the time that you took with us to yeah. kind of like you know had to set down everything. You know, good luck to you. Good oh. luck. You know, I don't, I don't need luck. Brothers. I don't need luck. I'm. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Obviously, this man doesn't need luck. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. Gonna win the night. Gonna win the night, guys. Well, thanks for staying with us. I do appreciate no it. No problem. It's been a great time. Great time, guys. I gotta say, he's kind of a creepy little guy. Yeah, I, I think he's right on point with what he he's got a plan. He knows what he needs to do with his people, and he's aiming for the top. Yeah, but he's still kind of a creepy little guy. I mean, if I if I was a wrestler, I would probably want this man at my back. Yeah, but I mean, and and here's the thing: like, it's it's not that you know he's creepy and like a creepy kind of way, I guess. <laughs> but it's like I just I don't know. I mean, he he's he's one of those people who who believes that he's better than everyone. Well, so I, so maybe so maybe I'll admit, creepy is probably not the best word. Egotistical is probably a better term. I would say confident. Yeah, so egotistical is definitely <laughs> the right word to use here. But, I mean, I, I get what he's trying to do. He is trying to be the next Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's definitely trying to be the next Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's already brought a couple others to mm-hmm. championships, which we did talk about in an interview. Yep, and uh, now, and, and this was this was the first match where he was managing the Super Beer Brothers. Right. And... He, you know, he was out there, his brother Drew out there, who was his bodyguard, you know, they, I mean, you're looking at four guys who are taking on, you know, the Super Destroyer and the mystery opponent that no one knew of until that moment, which was very metal Brandon Conway. Who, who we, we got to sit down with and was a very interesting we did. character. We did. So, um, I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to let you choose here. Do you, uh, do you want to do the... Brendan Conway interview first. Or you want to do the Super Beer Brothers uh, interview first? You know what I mean. We we did Xander, so let's let's go ahead and do his team first. Plus, I mean, it's this is this is the guys that kind of rated your beer to D. Yeah, so I, I I stayed off to the side. Yeah. All right. Fine. You know. Yeah. We, good. Okay. Um. Let's uh. Let's give a listen to uh the Super Beer Brothers then. All right, we're sitting here with Rob Adams and Greg Bannon, the Beard Brothers. Thank you for sitting here with us. Hold on. First of all, it's the Super Beard Brothers. Get, I, I, get it right, Travis. I, I, I do apologize for that. The the Super Beard Brothers. Thank you. And I mean, and and, and obviously it's a great name because you guys have some pretty epic beards. I mean, me being a beard guy myself, not as super uh, as yours, mediocre, I guess. I'll agree to it. That's a C beard. Yeah. C beard. C. C plus maybe. D, maybe D plus. D plus. D plus. Mm. I mean, you got an A. Now, you this got an is a absolutely grade. an A. Yeah. Um, hair shampoo. That's what you need. Hair shampoo. Uh, horse shampoo. Sorry. Horse. horse I, make, shampoo. I, I will make a note of that. <laughs> the keywords are mane and tail. Mane Look it up. You don't see a damn word goatee. I'd Hashtag I'd, not sponsored. Um, Well, tell us a little bit about the Super Beard Brothers, you know, like, what's your guys' background? How did you get to Powerhouse? You know? Well, I guess it all started, uh, 
we got trained by Christian Rose. Um, he's a pretty big name in the Midwest. Um, and from there, we've just been grinding to get to where uh, where we want to be. And uh, who are we facing tonight? The Destroyer and... Um, uh, I, I couldn't tell you their names. Yeah, because he doesn't matter. They don't. They absolutely don't. All that matters is the straps that are on them. That, yeah. I, I need that belt. That's a nice belt. Have you guys seen that thing? We have not. Those, I've those tag personally. belts are sweet. And let me tell you, they're going to look great on my mantle. Well, um, so, yeah, the Destroyers actually uh, teamed with uh, Brendan Conway. Oh, that's uh, his name. So, yeah, so we, we did have a, a brief conversation with him, mm-hmm. and he's, he's guaranteeing that even though he did not win that title, his focus tonight is to retain it. Did he, he cry? He looks like the kind of guy who would cry. I, I think he, he I he think did. he was shaking in his boots the whole time. Well, he didn't want to tell if you. If he did, his confidence really hit it well. But, I mean, like, what, what's your thought on fighting for a title against a man who technically didn't win the title? You know, I mean, that's got to be some pressure on him, so he may be coming with everything he has. I mean, is there is there some kind of, like, did you have to change uh, your strategy, you know, based on a different com- opponent or, you know? Uh, Here's the thing. With the Super Beer Brothers, there isn't a strategy. It's you put the pins up, and the beards take those pins down. That's how it always works, and that's how it's always going to work. You don't need strategy when you're muscle, and we can beat the snot out of anybody that comes in the ring with us. Even when it comes to Super Destroyer, he's a big dude. I've seen him. He's like, what, 6'5"? Six, 6'7". Six, he's huge. I am not afraid of him. I have seen monsters, and I have taken out monsters before. If there's anything that I know, it's how to chop down a tree. Okay. Um, well, you're obviously going to have some help with uh, Xander Carmelo being in your guys' corner. Uh, you guys, can you give me a little background on that relationship and how you, like, you guys came together in some kind of agreement? See, it all started with Faith. He saw what we could do in the ring, and he thought to himself, they deserve more. They deserve true success. So he brought us into Powerhouse and he says, Hey, Super Beard Brothers, I want to make you a name in the Midwest. So this is where we're at. We're Our first, first match in Powerhouse is for the tag team titles. That speaks for itself. That speaks volumes right there. Well, I mean, like, let, let's say, let's say tonight you you end up losing, you don't win those titles. I mean, Not an option. But I mean, you got to understand that it's possible, right? I mean, what do I have to say other than you put the pins up and the super beer bros knock them down? I'm, I'm glad this table's between us. <laughs> I'm really glad. I mean, I I believe you guys have you know all the you know the ability in the world to make it happen. I'm just saying, like, if you don't end up winning the titles tonight, I mean, could that ruin the relationship with Xander, or could it just be, like, maybe just a bump in the road to something bigger? I mean... All right. I think he's got a bit of a listening problem. So, you keep throwing up this hypothetical of if uh, Conway and Destroyer can beat us in any way, shape, or form. Well, let's just put it this way, and you guys probably don't know us all that well, so I'm going to spell it out for you. We have already taken titles in places called Strictly Insane Professional Wrestling. Do you happen to know what they do in places called Strictly Insane Wrestling? 
I only imagine. I assume it's not normal. It's all kind of in the name. Let's, let's follow along. Let me put here. the let me let me break this down for you. Super Destroyer is a big guy that can knock people down. Brandon, as confident as he is, doesn't stand a chance against these two. So, I think at the end of the day, if you're hypothetical on if Brendan Conway and the Super Destroyer could beat the Super Beard Brothers, I think the only way that we could take care of that is doing something not necessarily in the ring. We'd make problems for anybody that wants to make a problem for us. Ain't that right, Rob? We got a little bit of insurance on our side, guys. And that doesn't even count for the manager. And that's why when you say hypothetical, it truly is a hypothetical. Because there's just no way the Beards lose. Beards up top. Nice. That was a sweet high five for anybody, anybody that listening at home. That was a very sweet high five. This hey. guy gets it. I'm hanging you out the ground. Just, I like uh, this guy a lot more than you, you Travis T. Well, you know, I, I appreciate you guys sitting with us. You know, good luck tonight. You know, I, I hope everything works out the way you guys want it to. Oh, it will. So, obviously, they are very interesting and very fun to talk to. Guaranteeing victory. I, 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 wouldn't say, I wouldn't say fun's the right word there. Oh, it's fun for me. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it was fun for you because you literally sat there and made me ask the questions to two men who would probably have no problem beating my ass as you watched because you wouldn't help. Well, I mean, you would leave me out the drive with uh, Andy Wack and the Butthole Club or whatever they are. That was you! That was your fault! You did it! Nah, <laughs> uh, you, you, you did it! You brought that on yourself, and man. You called them the Beer Brothers. You screwed up their name to begin with. They are... Okay, I'm sorry I forgot the word super in their tag team. But, apparently, when it came to the tag team match, there was only one super in that ring, and that was the Super Destroyer. That definitely was the Super Destroyer. Yeah. So, I mean, no disrespect to the Super Beard Brothers, but they didn't deliver on their victory like they said they would. Um, but before we get more into that match, let's go ahead and uh, give a listen to uh, Very Metal, Brendan Conway. All right, so we are here with Very Metal, Brendan Conway. Yo, 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 yo. How, How you doing? doing today? Dude, I'm feeling good. I uh, drove down from the north side of Chicago, just coming down here. Managed to get through most of the municipal waste discography, so I'm feeling good already. <laughs> God. Coming from northern Chicago down to a small town here. Hey man, I got uh, I got a call. They said they need me to help out a certain man, a certain destroyer. So you know, it's uh, this is I got invited into into the house. You know, I'm not trying to make a mess in anybody's house. So I'm here to just like help this man keep them young tag titles. Hey, that's perfect. That's perfect, Dom. Um, so uh, let's. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about Very Metal here. I mean, who, who is Brendan? Brendan, you know, I'm that guy at the Crust House. I'm that guy maybe you're seeing at the shows, maybe windmilling, maybe getting, getting mixed up, getting mixed up in all those walls of death and all that nonsense. Just trying to, just trying to do, do me, baby. Awesome. Oh. You, you're, you're probably my favorite person right now. 
Fuck you, yeah! You have that energy. Can I say bro? that? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's our show. We, we're not under contract anymore. All right. All right. So when you go on I, when you go on iTunes and you listen to our show, it has that not safe for work little uh, mark there. That's hey, right. Well, Brendan Conway is not safe for work. Come no, absolutely not. Get out of here. So tell me, tell me about your feelings about the match tonight and everything. Like, I mean, what's your mindset Bro, going into this? This is this is all right. So this is, I think it's very important for me because I was invited to come here and to fill in as part of the tag team champions, and I don't want to freaking let these dudes down. Like, I, I granted, you know, I didn't, I wasn't the one that like won these belts. So I don't want to be the one to lose these belts. Like, I, I, a lot of trust has been put in me, and I got to show these guys that their, that their trust was not misplaced. That's true, and I mean, it, and it has to have some kind of pressure. I mean, and obviously any title matches, there's a lot of pressure in defending the title. Brother, the, the only pressure I'm worried about is beer pressure, all right? Like, but... But you, I mean, you gotta admit there is some kind of pressure in defending a title that's not technically yours. Well, yes. That, I mean, that is there is more pressure on me, I guess, in that respect that I am defending a title that's like not really mine. It's like if you go over to somebody's house and you like mm-hmm. break their plates, and it's like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Like if I break my own plate, it's like, eh, I yeah. got I got freaking goodwill across the street. I'll just go get another plate. Whatever. But if I break somebody's nice china, I'm like, oh, God, I'm never going to be invited back here. Yeah, the, I mean, the analogy... You can't bring me anywhere. <laughs> the analogy I was thinking of is, like, if you lost a dog while dog sitting... Oh, somebody, you don't, know, right? don't even put that evil on me. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know. Don't I, put I, that I, evil on me. Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of evil, I mean, like, the one thing I'm trying to figure out is, like, if... If you were to be that pinfall that cost a title, oh, you're tagging with a pretty big dude. Dude. And I don't think he probably has, a, you know, maybe the temper to forgive that. I mean, you ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong about that one, a partner. I'm going to have to. I mean, you know, no, hold on. I, I, I was almost going to backpedal and, like, give myself an be like, oh, I'm going to have my bag packed and ready to go in case uh, oh, I get pinned. I'm just going to sneak out of the ring and get out of here. No, I ain't about that life. We're going to freaking do our business. We're going to stand tall. But you know what? If, oh, God, fucking Ronnie, Dame, Ronnie James deal forbid it happens, but should we lose, I, you know what? We're, gonna, we're still going to give it the supreme effort. So, like, we're just going to leave it all out there. I got you. Hey, you know what? And uh, we, just, we just sat down with uh, Xander a little bit ago, and... He guaranteed that he was going to walk away with the titles tonight. That's nice. Any uh, any <laughs> final thoughts on uh, that? Tell him I said hi. I guess. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll see him later. Perfect. Nice. I appreciate you talking with us. Dude. Uh, good luck tonight. Thank you. And uh, hopefully you do walk away with that title. I, I got all the faith in the world for yeah. you. Yeah. Kind of pulling for Xander. <laughs> I'm going to come and flip this table over, bro. <laughs> Freaking t- coming to me talking all that mess. He says nothing, and when he does, he insults the guy we're interviewing. <laughs> Well, good luck tonight, man. All right. I like this guy. This guy was definitely different. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, he, you have an interview with and doesn't have to worry about threatening you for any reason. I think I think he had a lot of, uh, he had some shoes to fill. As already stepping into a tag team that was already tag team champions. Yep. So I mean, on a normal night when you're fighting for a championship, the pressure is on. But when you're fighting for a championship that you didn't win to make sure that this team holds on to it, mm-hmm. that's just like, 
loads of pressure. Oh, yeah, and, and not only that, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's like you said, you know, I mean, he's defending a title that's not his, but not only that, you're defending a title that half of it belongs to the Super Destroyer. Right. You know, it's, I mean. <laughs> well, what happens if you get pinned? I mean, this is, this. I mean, this guy is literally a walking, Tank. not not talking Hulk. I mean. I, I didn't hear, he didn't need to talk. He, he, he doesn't have to talk. It's like, it's like Theodore Roosevelt once said, speak softly and carry a big stick. This dude has a fucking this guy, redwood. Fucking redwood. It big ass fucking dude. And what what um, I will give credit what credit is due to Super Beard Brothers, and they did divide that ring. They kept they kept uh, very metal. They kept Brendan in that match for the majority of it. You know they wouldn't allow Super Short an opportunity to get in the ring, and that is probably the best way they could have uh, went through this match. Is keeping the guy who could destroy all four of those men and one handed on his own out of the ring as much as possible. And that that had to be the game plan from the get go. Mm-hmm. And even with the extra, I guess, tag team you could call them in the Camella Corporation, they they weren't able to seal the deal. Um, Destroyer and Metal just destroyed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they retained the championships, which you know, you know. Congrats to them. You know, they the match was overall great. Um, I really, I'm really interested to see if the Super Beard Brothers are willing to keep Xander around for future opportunities. If he wasn't able to deliver on the one shot out, I mean, at the same time though, does Xander keep the Super Beard Brothers around for the same reason? If I was Xander, I might be looking into. The Super Destroyer and very metal to add the the gold to my stable. So what you're saying is is you agree with me that the Super Beer Brothers maybe may not be the best tag team. I'm not saying anything. But you're saying that the Super Destroyer and very metal. I'm, I'm are better. saying you go with the winner. And you're saying the Super Beer Brothers are losers. At, at that night, yes. As long I'm, as, I'm, not, I'm not getting as long as, as long as we're in agreement that we both agree <laughs> that not only did they lose, but they're. They're losers. I'm not gonna say they're losers. But you're saying it. You're just no, not. I'm not. I'm, you're strongly implying it. I just want everyone to know out there right now, ladies and gentlemen, is Dizzle J called the Super Beard Brothers losers. Now, I, on one hand, I love the Super Beard Brothers. That did not happen. They, uh, they are my favorite tag team. I just wanted to get, you know, I wanted to build, you know, their, their, um, you know, the, I wanted them to build up their hype. You don't if want you them will. to put you through a table. Is what's I, going on right I, now. I, they don't need to put me through a table because I'm a fan. Now? No, I've always been a fan. <laughs> You've always been. You're a the fan. one that sat here and called them losers. <laughs> you, you just said that you think Xander should, you know, drop them. I'm, I'm saying from a business aspect that they should drop them like a cheap date. How dare you? The Super Beard Brothers are money. They're the next. They're the next thing in now wrestling today, and you're calling them losers. So yep. So keep that in mind, Super Beard Brothers. Dizzle J called you losers. I think you're wonderful. I'm gonna tell him your name is Dizzle J next time we see him. They know who Dizzle J is. Everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows who Travis D is. What was this? This is the face of podcast. <laughs> this is the face of podcast. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Podcast audio. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a great match. Both. I mean, both teams did an absolutely terrific job. You get and you could definitely tell when it came to <clears throat> tag team strategy and experience. 
The Super Beer Brothers did deliver. Oh, definitely. I mean, they, and it is nothing against you know Destroyer and uh, Brendan. They just that was the first time teaming. They did the best they could, and they did not come up with the victory. But when you do look at the match overall from a technical standpoint, from a logic standpoint, the Super Beer Brothers did have a better logic of the match. They just they just came up short. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't think that'll be the last opportunity they'll have. Um, I shown from the card that we have for next month. It's it, it looks like they're solo matches. I mean, we'll get to that obviously, mm-hmm. but um, we'll get to that. But before we get to those main event, uh, before we get to the next match card, we have to talk about the main event of uh, this match card, the zero one heavyweight championship. Yeah. And I don't know if we missed any words in that because I think there was there was a lot more words than just that. But we're gonna go with zero one heavyweight championship for right now. Right. Um, and the weird thing is, like when we heard about the match, we you know we were told it was triple threat. We were told it was gonna be Joey O'Reilly versus Christian Rose versus Shank Barzini. And it I mean it didn't end up that way. No. Uh we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, let me let me introduce you guys to Shank Barzini with a very, very unique interview. I mean the the guy is a little unhinged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll you'll see what Jay means by a little when you hear this. Shank Barzini, thank you so much for staying here with us. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good, good. How are you? I, I'm good. Are you, are you Fantastic! Right? I mean, you're, what? you're okay, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Just, I'm good. Per- good. 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 Okay. Good. Obviously, good. they have energy good. drinks here. Good. Uh, good. It seems like it. Good. Good, 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 good. Perfect. Uh, Shank, you are the zero one one Supreme United States Champion. True fact. And tonight you have a match... Uh, not only one opponent, but you have two opponents tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like uh, I like the dynamic of three, you know, threes. You see threes everywhere. They say that good luck. Well, tonight, hopefully, it's good luck for me. So so you're okay with the fact that they just added the extra, because originally it was a one-on-one match you are having, and they just threw a third, and you're okay with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay, I'm okay, I mean, I'm okay. And you understand the fact that you don't have to be pinned to lose. Yes, 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 but that means that there's two people that I get to pin, see? See, it means means that I could take out one and have one person to pin, or that person can be busy and then I can pin the other guy. As long as I'm the one doing the pinning, everything's cool. Everything's okay, 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 okay. Okay, I like that. Well, tell, tell me a little bit about you, man, because, I mean, like, you're kind of new to my, my knowledge of uh, the independent scene, so... Where did uh, where does Shank come from? Uh, Shank comes from uh, you know uh, cornfields of Indiana. Uh, started in a wrestling ring whenever he was 16. Uh, started going down to uh, Evansville, and then started going to Tennessee, and then up to Ohio, and then started things blossoming out like a beautiful little flower. And I started wrestling everywhere, meeting some really great people, traveling. I won the Exhibition Junior. Uh, from uh, from uh, Supreme Wrestling uh, against Oliver Kane, who trained me, which was really cool. I did that at 21. I'm 28 now, and have the Zero One Supreme United States Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, which is awesome. Totally awesome. Which is a mouthful. Don't try to say that three times fast, because you will get a tongue twister. Pretty sure I'm not gonna try to say that at all. I believe you. No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I gotta say, man. I mean, like you, you're you're quite the intense guy. I mean, do you bring that intensity into the ring, or? Oh, I bring the intensity anywhere. 
You see me at my house, I'm like this. You see me at a gas station, I'm like this. You see me buying a cantaloupe from the food stamp, or not the food stamp office, but because you can't buy cantaloupes at the food stamp office. You can't do that. Tried it once. They said, told me no. So I go to the grocery store now, have to pick up my groceries. That's where I get my cantaloupes. And I'm like this all the time, even with a cantaloupe. I don't I, want to be that cantaloupe. I don't want to be that cantaloupe. Cantaloupes are good. They're good for I, I, you. I, They're healthy. As long as it's a fruit. As long as you're not coming at me, I think I'm all right. Yeah, so I wouldn't come I'm at a, you with a cantaloupe. I'm, That's I'm a different say story. I'm the side of the yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I, it's, you're like all over the place. You're kind of flustering me and myself, man. I mean, it's. I, I don't like that smile either. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty intense smile, but I, I got to tell you right now, you know. God bless Joey and Christian. You know, hopefully, uh, I fear that maybe they may not have to make it out of this match alive. With, uh... I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill anybody. There are kids in the ring, or not in the ring. That'd be bad. They are outside the ring. They are watching the ring. I'm not gonna kill anybody. That's a bad thing. I mean, these two guys. I mean, they are, you know, they're they're a little bit lighter than I am. I'm kind of on the heavier side of these two guys. Uh, so. Uh, I know that they're going to be fast, and they're going to be bouncing off the walls, so that means i got to be fast, bouncing off the walls, but also I can use my intensity, like you said, ha, and this great smile, ding, and I can win this match, ha, ha. Awesome. Well, do you have any final thoughts to your two opponents? Anything you want to say to them before, uh, before you step in the ring tonight? Yes, yes, yes. Final thoughts? Here's Shank's final thoughts. Joey O'Reilly. Rose, you've come today in this ring to challenge the 0-1 United States Supreme Champion Shank Barzini Ding. whenever we go into this ring the smile will fade the fists will be crumbled and they'll be flying at your fists good luck I will not hit below the belt but your face Ding. will not be pretty let's hit that belt yeah, I was about to call somebody with a straight jacket. It, it, it sounded like he just got right off the Shapiro's bus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. Um, I, I I wasn't I wasn't worried for myself as much as I was worried for everyone in the building. I mean, that is like you said. I mean, that's an unhinged man. It's a very unhinged man. But I mean, but the amazing thing about him is like when you get into the ring, it's just. I mean, everything, I guess, just kind of clicked to uh, normal, I guess. Almost a controlled chaos. Yeah. Um, so the match ended up being one-on-one. It was Christian Rose versus Shank Barzini. Uh, Joy O'Reilly, unfortunately, couldn't make it to the show. Um, no idea why. Wasn't there. Don't care. Moving on. So That's now right. we're talking about this one-on-one match with Christian Rose versus Shank Barzini for the Zero One Heavyweight Championship. Love this match. This match was definitely match of the night. Yep, I mean, I, I and, and that that's saying something because the rest of these matches mm-hmm. were on point. So for us, the well, for me to name this match of the night is just it's ridiculous. These guys went at it. And I mean, they went at it hard. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, they, it, it's like, and you, we, you've said it, I've said it, everyone's has said it multiple times. They left it all in that ring. They, I mean this. I mean this wasn't a tournament match for a title. This was a title match. You know they had this main event zero one heavy championship. The winner of this match doesn't advance into a next match to win the title. The winner of this match wins this title. Exactly. And they knew that going into it. Um, Barzini retained the title. 
I mean, I liked Barzini from the get-go. Like I said, the craziness. Barzini was just hitting with all kinds of offense. And let's mm-hmm. not forget that at the end of this match, that these two showed great sportsmanship towards each other. And I'm sure that these two are going to collide again. Oh, yeah. And it, the one the one thing I love the most about this whole encounter, it wasn't even the match itself, but it was after what Christian Rose said. You know, when he talked about how he wrestled, like, you know, these top stars. Right. You know, all over the country and everything. And, I mean, and he, he put Shank Barzini in that category of these top guys. He said he'd been all over the world, wrestled all the top guys, styles. I forget who else styles this yeah. sticks in my mind. And to put Shank in the same league relatively mm-hmm. as Styles. Yeah. Obviously Shank's missing a couple fries of a happy meal. But <laughs> the man got it done. Yep. And he got it done pretty. Yeah. I mean he's champion for a reason. Right. And it actually showed in this match tonight. Right. So I mean I'm super excited to see what lies in his future, what What's left out there? I mean, it's the sky's limit for this kid, and um, you know, hopefully he, you know, he fucking puts all the crayons back in the box and kind of settles himself down. Now they need to put the crayons back in the box. He needs to put the crayons back in the box. Nah. He does. Let him, let him fly off hinge. No, he needs. To he, he's champion the way he is now. He's got to tighten them screws. <laughs> Maybe this would be a perfect guy for uh, Carmelo Corporation. I don't know if he could be told what to do. I'm pretty sure if you gave this guy a popsicle and a coloring book, you can make him do anything. <laughs> he might shake it. <laughs> um, overall, the match was uh, the match card was great. The show was tremendous. Um, so let's dive right into uh, October 21st, the next match. So um, you got the match card. So uh, let's uh, let's run through it. So this is in no way, shape, or form in the way the matches are going. This is just the stuff I picked up off uh, Powerhouse's page. Um, you'll see. Brian Evans versus Jimmy Jack Daniels. That is not part of the tournament. Max Morrison versus Jack Verville. Not part of the tournament. What I believe is a second round match in the tournament will be old-timer Jeff King versus Matt Harmon. Yeah, see, and that's what weirds me out. I mean, they're sitting there announcing this old-timer versus Harmon match when we had uh, the hype talk about how he was going to potentially face Jeff King. So I'm trying to figure out where, what happened to that. Uh, you know, to me, if, that, if that's something that's going to happen, that almost sounds like... It sounds like you, he was trying to make the card. He was trying to make the card, and he wanted he wanted mm-hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, two newcomers to Powerhouse Wrestling will face off in the first round, and that'll be Jack Carpenter versus Mitch Andrews. Now, uh, see, Carpenter, you, we've, I think we've seen him before around... I'm trying to remember if Carpenter Carpenter was a guy from uh, Northern Lights, right? I believe I believe that's the same. Guy. Was he the one that was fighting the uh, the seaman? Yeah. Who yeah. is an, I believe now he is the Northern Lights champion. Okay. <laughs> and then you have what, which is almost a rematch from the previous month. You have Super Beard brother Rob Adams versus Very Metal Brandon Conway in a first round match. So I guess this is his chance to re- to redeem himself. I'm I'm excited to see how they do in single competition. Now, obviously, seeing them in tag team last uh, last month was the first time we saw them take uh, saw them wrestle. Period. Right. So I'm I'm eager to see what they do in singles competition. 
hopefully, I'm hoping that they take this opportunity to go solo and, you know, be what they could be on their own. You know, I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to turn. breaking up tag teams already? <laughs> no, I just, I, I want them to stay a tag team, but I don't want them to have to rely on each other to advance in this tournament. Because eventually what's going to happen is that they help each other win these tournaments, it's going to come down to them facing each other. And I think that overall will be, end up just, you know, destroying the tag team itself. If they could prove to me that they could win single competition, I think that would make them a much better tag team. Yeah, I mean, you're probably, I'm, yeah. that sounds good to me. Yeah, I don't want them to break up. I just don't want them to have to, you know, rely on each other to advance, you know, single competition. And speaking about the Beard Brothers, I'll just skip right down to this one. The other Beard Brother, Greg Bannon, will square off against Tyler Jones. Who I don't believe Tyler Jones at the last show we've seen. So this is going to be a new face for us. Yeah. A lot of these are going to be new spaces for us anyway. For for that territory, this is definitely new. It's new territory for us. Right. You know, I mean, like, we we know about some of the guys from Northern Lights. We know about some of the guys from South End Championship Wrestling. And even Fire Pro out in Indiana. So we know them. A lot of guys in this uh, more southern territory out here in Pontiac, not too familiar with. Not yet. And then the last match we have for the first round is Sam Knight versus Nick Melvin. Again, I've only seen their pictures mm-hmm. on the Facebook page. They look like young competitors. Who knows how old the pictures are? I don't know. Yeah. Um, also appearing will be the Cougar Hunter, Austin Fowles. Or Fots? Fots? Fots. Fots. Cougar. Cougar Hunter. Cougar Hunter. Austin. There we go. So I'm. See what we get from him. I don't know. I wonder if uh, he's going to go after the uh, middle-aged women out there. That will be interesting to see. Maybe he can give us some hints. I'm good. Yeah. No, good. A little shred of wheat? Nope, still good. Yeah. Moving on. It all tastes the same. <clears throat> all right, so that's what we're seeing as, uh, for uh, Mesh Card for next week. Or for next, uh, for two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Cool, Awesome. The twenty the twenty seventh is SCW's Hollowmania. Hollowmania. Hollowmania show. Yeah, that's on October twenty seventh. Hopefully, we get a match card for that, and we can talk about that uh, in the weeks to come. So I'm super excited about that. Um, <clears throat> October twenty first, Saturday, Pontiac VFW. Make sure you get out there and check out Powerhouse. I, if you guys missed the last episode or the last uh, show they had, I'm telling you, you you will kick yourself when you go and see the next show and. Can't believe how you missed uh, missed the last one. So make sure you get involved in that. Make sure you go down and see the show. It's a great show. The great wrestlers. The the arena's awesome. The it, food's amazing. Ten dollars at the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. It, uh, we had a great time. I had a blast. They have fifty uh, fifty drawings. They have merch merch tables. Yeah, they have everything you need. Yeah, I mean, they, they have seats and beer and nachos. You're good. Yeah, so make sure you get involved in uh, Powerhouse and SCW. SCW, um, so it was what, October 27th, correct? October 27th. You can get your tickets at Fit Body U, Genesis Martial Arts, and Fitness, or your favorite ticket hookup. I imagine if you know any of the wrestlers or anything like that, you can buy them from them. Mm-hmm. $10 before the show, $12 at the show. They usually do have damn good spread you could buy from. Yeah. yeah SCW shirts, none of them 3X. Nope. And they do 50-50 raffle. They do donations for different organizations. 
Um, it's a good time. This is actually going to be at the Second Place Church in Moni. Uh, please hit them up on their Facebook. Get directions. It's posted right then and there. It is going to have a kid costume contest. Man, that means I can dress up. Yeah. I mean, it is a Friday, so you'll be able to make it. Unfortunately, I won't be able to. Because of scheduling for work is still uh, still a uh, factor in my life. Yeah, so, stupid words for work. But it's going to be a great show. It is a Friday night, so make sure you get out there. Um, then maybe I'll see my buddy there. Yeah, maybe uh, you and Andy gang out. Instagram balls, you know? Maybe you could uh, go as Andy Black. That could be your costume. You could go as Andy Black. Or you could dress up as Steve. We haven't said that in a while. Hashtag fuck Steve. I miss Steve. I miss Steve, too. Steve, if you're out there, fuck you. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we're through uh, We're through the indies, so to uh, kill the rest of the time, I guess we'll uh, kind of uh, do some uh, Hell in a Cell predictions. I didn't even know WWE was still relevant anymore. It, it's coming close to the point where it's not. You know that New Japan is currently do has been doing... Tours of the United States. I didn't. I am not a New Japan fan. I did not know that. You should check it out. Yeah, I'll see. It's, got, it's a little more harder hitting. Okay, I will. I will do that just because you recommended it. I did get. Uh, I did happen to get through uh, the second season of Lucha Underground. Finally, and the uh, hype it too much. It's not as great as the first season. I will. I will say that. I don't think. Um, I think the Vampiro Pentagon Junior match really made season one a lot better. Yeah, that's one of the things I did not like about season one. Yeah, well, we had different. Uh, yeah, I want Pentagon Junior though. I believe he's Pentagon Dark now, but he's he's Pentagon Dark now. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he did. He did end up facing uh, the brother. I can't remember. Quato. Oh, the big dude. The big dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, and he ended up attacking uh, Vampiro again. It, the one thing I didn't like is it didn't have the same ending, like the storyline ending that Lucha Underground's uh, first season did. Mm-hmm. When we just see Quito get arrested, so I mean, he is. I haven't gotten to season three yet because I know it's on TV, but I don't have the Del Rey network, so I'm gonna have to wait for it to come on Netflix. But yeah, we have to be alright. Same way here. All right, so uh, we'll look at how in a cell. I'll make our predictions for that. Uh, let's do the first match. Let's do Randy Orton versus Rusev. Hmm. I think I'm going to take Rusev. For no good reason. Just because this is like a filler match, really? It's, it's, I mean, I don't... I mean, they'd have... What is this, like the third or fourth time they've met now? Uh, to my knowledge, is a third one. I know Randy beat him in like seconds at the last pay per view, and Rusev did beat Orton on SmackDown. I think also in like seconds. I mean, there there are some matches on this card that I am very excited to see. This is just not one of them. Yeah, no, it's I'm not I'm not expecting much from this. Uh, I'm gonna go with Orton just because. Uh, yep, yeah, I mean, just because I mean, it just looks like you said, like just because. I, I think Randy needs to get that. That old feel back to him, and then it'll put him right back into that. I'm not sure if there'll ever be a old Viper Randy Orton anymore, especially in the PG era. I heard, I heard that PG era is going away. 
This match, though, I am excited for. Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Yep. I, this is probably going to be one of my favorite matches on the card just because I am a huge Roode fan. And I'm going to take Roode also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I'm... I, Roode's hot. He's he's on a roll. Mm-hmm. Granted, he lost NXT Championship, but even in that loss, he got signed to SmackDown. Yeah, and I, I, the one thing I am excited on Ziggler's end is I want to see what corny, goofy-ass entrance he ends up with. I'm thinking he's just going to mimic Bobby Roode's entrance. After Bobby Roode does it or before Bobby Roode does it? After. I think Bobby Roode's definitely going to enter first because of the corny uh, entrance that Ziggler is going to have. I think Ziggler has been taking a shot at a few of these legends that he does not need to take a shot at, too. Yeah, the Undertaker. Uh, yeah, the the Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior one I wasn't a fan of. I, I, I get the whole mimic, but not that. If he wants to mimic Bailey, whatever John Cena, fine. Right. No, you don't. You don't mimic. You know, the Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage. Randy Savage being one of the best ones that probably ever been in the ring. I absolutely agree. Uh, AJ Styles, uh, Corbin, United States Championship match. Oh. I'm gonna say Styles, man. He's been punching. He's been having Corbin's number. I'm gonna go with Corbin, just on the fact that he has had so much bad luck and needs to turn around this time. Well, that's all up to him to turn that around. Uh, yeah, and I think this is what I, I think. I think it's gonna be a cheating situation. But I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna give Corbin the benefit of the doubt, even though I'm a huge AJ Styles fan. I think AJ is still one of the best wrestlers in the business today. But definitely for the sake of, for the sake of storylines and what WWE does, I'm gonna say Corbin takes it. Next up, we get the SmackDown Women's Championship. Again, we don't know where these are in, but it's Natalia versus Charlotte Flair. Ah, I'm gonna say Natalia retains. I think it's her time to shine right now. And Charlotte's probably distracted by everything that's been going on with her family. I'm going to go with Natalia just because I think this is going to be the moment where um, Carmella cashes in. You think so? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Carmella cashes in on the uh, championship at uh, Amazon. Why not? Would you give a bonus point if that happens? No. 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 No, 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 no. Uh, New Day versus the Usos. Uh, Hell in a Cell match. Now, this is the first tag team Hell in a Cell match, right? Nope. No? Nope. Oh. Well, there goes all my fire. <laughs> well, it kind of depends on what you think about. Now, DX did face the McMahons and the Big Show in a three-on-two handicap match. Yeah, but this is a championship match. Oh, tag championship match? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say you're right because I'm not sure and I don't want to look up the info. So, Gio, if you're listening <laughs> to this... <laughs> Fact check us. Fact check us, After we've already broadcast. Yeah, let us know if we're right or not, but... But I'm going to ride that New Day train. Yeah, I'm going to say say you are right, and this is the first tag team championship on a cell match. Uh, I'm going to go Usos. Don't know why. No reason. Just something different from you. That's right. So now... Okay, so it's Kofi and Big E in the match. Okay. So you got Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Hype Brothers. Uh, I'm going to go Gable and Benjamin. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go agree with you just because the Hype Brothers haven't like really been on the same page. And I'm still kind of curious curious to figure out what um, 
Because it was a promo that uh, the Hype Brothers uh, did a couple weeks ago where Mojo kind of told Zach, like, they need to make a change. And I'm trying to figure out when that change is going to happen because I thought they were going to do some pretty fucked up shit the way they were acting. Well, I mean, they could still do it. Yeah. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go along with you on uh, the Chad and Sean Benjamin. Um, Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens, Hell in a Cell match. See, this is... This is going to be interesting because they're both pretty much brawlers. Yep. You know, you got Shane McMahon who has like that uh, that karate um, pass. You know, he, he's learned like, I, I can't remember if it's taekwondo or jujitsu or whatever it is, but he's been trained in martial arts. Kevin Owens, I mean, he's just a big dude who will power bomb you into yeah. oblivion. Yeah, exactly. But not only that, uh, this is a false count anywhere on a cell match. So you don't have to get pinned in the ring. So if they end up going through the side of the uh, hell, go through the side of the cell, I mean, they get pinned on top of the cell. They get pinned on the uh, entrance stage. They get pinned in the parking lot. Who are you taking? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a little undecided at the moment. <clears throat> it's, it's hard to say because, I mean, I want to give it to Kevin Owens, but I don't know if Kevin Owens is so passionate has as much passion into his match as Shane does. I mean, Shane saw his dad get his ass kicked. You know, and Sh- Kevin Owens literally told Shane McMahon he was better off dying in the helicopter incident. Yeah, I believe Fury is going to have a factor in this, and Fury can fuel I'm you going, to a win. Yeah, I'm going Shane. I'm going to go Owens. I'm going All right, world title match. Jinder Mahal versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I would totally love Nakamura to win. But I think having the Singh brothers out there is what sways a lot of these. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick gender. I'm going to go with Shinsuke, just because it's different than you. I get your logic makes perfect sense. Uh, absolutely, I, I agree with you. But I, I want to be different. I want to try something unique. And as much as I feel that Shinsuke should not be champion, I think he's going to be the champion. I'm not a fan of Shinsuke. I, I like Shinsuke. I think he brings something totally different to the landscape of WWE. Different's good and different uh, is what that he definitely needs. But I just, I just such a bomb. I'm just not a fan of. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know if it's his fucking. I, I don't. I couldn't tell you. No idea why. I just when I see the guy, I just don't see the type of wrestler I'm, I enjoy watching. And I, I can't explain what it is. It's just not there. I mean. Everybody's got opinion. Yeah, I mean, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, not everyone loves everybody. I mean, I love the Big Show. Not many people do, which I don't know why. Big Show's an amazing fucking guy. Yeah, Big Show's one of those few guys who's been able to reinvent himself without reinventing himself. Yeah. Um. Oh, right, so we got through our predictions. So at least we got all those, and uh, we killed enough time. All right. So I think it's time to ring the bell in this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.